We have good timing. I literally just got home. <laughs> LOL. Like, I walked in the door and I was like, oh, see the notification for a little recording thing. And I was like, cool. <laughs> Here we go. I'm like, I'm about to fall asleep, so this should be good. I'm, I too am a hot mess, so <laughs> this is fine. Um, my computer just gives, like, li- like, I open up my computer to get my notes. Um, and then it just, like, popped up, like, a little notification. It was like, you only have 6.4 gig- gigabytes of storage left. And I was like, great. I thought you were going to say percent. And I was like, that's a very <laughs> specific percent. Oh, yeah. No, but, like, like it's. I think this is supposed to have, like, over 100 or something like that. Oh. So, like, this is great. I'm really nice. doing well. <laughs> I'm a hot mess. <laughs> like, I'm literally just not thriving. I feel that. Yeah, so, oh, um, very exciting news. Thank you um, to the person who um, commented, I guess, on our Instagram post. We oh, really yeah. appreciate it. That was exciting. Um, Instagram user Kirsty's 600 Thank you. Appreciate that. They, um, they said Dalhousie, which is incorrect. But I do see where you're coming from because it's also like a haunted manor in Scotland that has a falconry. Oh really? And I literally didn't know it existed <laughs> until they like said it, and That's I was wild. like, "Whoa, there are multiple!" I literally thought there was like, like it makes sense because like it's really Scotland is like really big and really old, <laughs> but like it just like didn't occur to me. I was like, "Oh, like that's an easy hint, like falconry." <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no brain cells left. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> this is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Well, I'm Maddie. I'm Sonia. And welcome to Grimm. Woo! Woo! Okay, so this week we're going to be talking about Scale House, which is, I think, how you, you pronounce it. I did a little Google, like, words you know like when you hit the little speaker button mm-hmm. and it said that but like also I don't trust myself so okay yeah it's gonna be fun it's it's not that long of a story um okay and I did a little bit of history so it should be good so it is so scale house is a historic manor and it's um in the Sandwick parish on the mainland and it's like one which is one of the largest of the Orkney islands in Scotland and um, it was built on a Neolithic settlement that overlooks a site called Scarabray and the Bay of Scale. Um, scale, sorry. Names. Yeah, <laughs> the Bay of Scale. Um, and so this was land that was inhabited for over 5,000 years. And the legend has it that um, this manor is built on top of an ancient burial ground, which Ooh. could be why there have been so many supernatural events. Uh, yeah ancient burial ground honestly like you hear that in like every single like story ever as well yeah like it's just haunt like burial grounds and then there are ghosts like yeah <laughs> that's where it's at um but the the sightings in in fig in question are like of ghostly figures in empty rooms and then also people smelling cigarette smoke oh which is is fun yeah. And apparently in the site, like on the site, you can still, um, like, find artifacts from, like, the Bronze and Iron Ages. Oh. 
which is pretty cool and fun fact I was just in Savannah and we went on like this tour of the place and the lady was like I don't know why she like fixated on this like one specific point but she was like oh like iron is a sign of wealth so everything is built in iron and she said it like four times and then she like quizzed us twice about it but like that's all this stuff yeah apparently it was like a sign of wealth so the more iron that like you saw on the houses and stuff and like the fences and like like around the house like the more wealthy the person was I guess which I thought yeah (laughs) so I don't know if that logic can still be applied here because like it's a lot older than than, you know the United States but like yeah you know I've connected two dots I've connected them (laughs) um so, um, the name scale derives from an old Norse word for hall. So it's like hall manor, hall house, you know, pretty cool. No. Like a hall, like in a house? <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh. like a hall, like, you know, when you, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just like, it's just called hall. Like, but I don't like it. Oh, okay. It needs a cooler name. <laughs> Is scale not cool enough for you? Well, see, that's cooler than just hall to me, you know? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. It's, it's 11 o'clock at night and none of, neither of us have any brain cells left. That's no. just, let's just like put that as a preface for this episode. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, the names of all of the, like, all of the surrounding farms are also derived from Old Norse, and it is presumed that the lands were, like, permanently settled for over a thousand years, so that, like, they actually farmed on the land, it wasn't, like, a nomadic lifestyle that they had, they actually lived there, which is pretty cool, yeah. So, um, a little bit of history is that Um, in, like, recent times, there was a farmstead part of the estate of Earl Robert Stewart in the late 16th century, and then there, he had a son called Patrick Stewart, and then Patrick Stewart was put on trial, and, yeah. For what? So, it just, just said that he was on trial. I mean, they called him a, quote, notorious son, unquote, and, um, yeah, he was put in trial, on trial in 1614 and then the earldom was broken up and um oh just kidding it was treason oh okay what am i saying um yeah so (laughs) plot twist twist. it was treason patrick stewart was the second earl of orkney and then he was executed in 1615 um so the lands were given to bishop graham of orkney and then uh five years after that in 1620 bishop George Graham made a really simple manor house and this is like the oldest part of Scale House and like the first part of it okay as well so he he built this so the building the construction of the house started in 1620 and so Bishop Graham married the niece of um another one of the like the admirals and had a really large family he had nine children oh my god um yeah so that is a lot of kids (laughs) (laughs) but track of them all literally (laughs) i have no idea (laughs) like i can barely keep track of myself (laughs) honestly same sometimes like i went to 
the barn the other day and I was like wait there are so many horses like how do I keep track of the horses and <laughs> like nine oh god so many kids I feel that. you know yeah. I, I'd 100% be getting them mixed up and like <laughs> not yeah okay yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, so Bishop Graham was he was described as being very generous to the poor but he was also accused of being too lenient to witches and he like didn't really care that much about adultery or incest or like he didn't like prosecute it enough i liked him up until then yeah it was like he was like generous and like that's like cool and then they were like yeah (laughs) (laughs) like lenient on witches that's fine because most of the women who are accused of witches like aren't witches they're just people. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, and by the way, he also like didn't punish adultery and incest enough. And I was like, oh, and then maybe it went not. A little downhill. <laughs> yeah. So, based on these charges, he resigned his position in 1638, but he still like got to keep his property for some reason, even though he was no longer um, the bishop. Okay. And so he had an official like place of residence um in Kirkwall um and then he also had other properties in like three other places including scale so he ended up keeping all of these properties okay even though you know he was he was too lenient um and then he basically ended up like he had property and he had holdings in like small farms and stuff and then he ended up building like a really big estate and he put it all in the name of his youngest son, John, which seems a little bit backwards to me. Because, like, usually you go for, like, the oldest kid, you know? Maybe he was just switching him up, you know? Like, I respect that. Breaking the social norms. Yeah, I respect that. <laughs> so he um, died in 1643 when he was 78 years old. And then John became the first laird of Scale House. Okay. And um, so after that, after 1643, um, when John came to be, like, in charge of everything, the estate was passed down through 12 different generations of the same family. And each laird basically, like, had their own, like, little part to play in the history of the house, which, like, that's a lot of generations to go through a house. Um, So uh, jumping ahead a little bit, the seventh laird was William Graham Watt. And he was basically in charge for like 56 years. And he discovered Scarabray after a storm in 1850. And then he ended up excavating four houses in, a ne- in the Neolithic village. And then, oh. yeah, which is really cool. Well, archaeology um, action. Yeah. <laughs> Discovering some <laughs> Neolithic houses. And um, he was also apparently a very generous landlord and... He, like, entertained a lot. So he had um, guests who included Lady Jane Franklin, who was the wife of Sir John Franklin, who sailed from Stromness in 1845 in a fatal voyage to discover the Northwest Passage. Oh, no. Um, Yeah. But, like, also kind of cool that, like, you get to discover the Northwest Passage. That is cool. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of, like, Frankenstein. And, like, the... Oh, it's a good book. I recommend it. But there's like the the like part of the story is like they're going on an an expedition, oh. and the idea of an expedition just seem, like seems really fun to me. Yeah, like me discovering too. new things. 
I want to wow. go on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds great. It does. But like also terrifying, but like I kind of want to, you know. <laughs> it's a little fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Uh, Colonel Henry William Scarth was the 11th Laird, and he was the last one to live in the house. And so he lived at Scale House with his family, and he also served with the Scots Guards in the First World War. And, and they supported the White Russians, which, you know, stuff about okay. wars. I'm really bad at <laughs> yeah, I history. Say, I don't remember which side. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, After his second wife's death, the estate was passed to the president owner, uh, Major Malcolm McRae, and he was the 12th Lord of Breckness. And um, yeah, he basically inherited the house in 1991 and then put in about six years of work um, on the house and then like it was restored. And then he opened it to the public in June of 1997. Is it still open to the public? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, um, it was only, like, the last time it was, like, occupied full-time was 1991. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, like, since 1620, the building was, like, expanded, I guess. They, like, kept on adding on to it and, like, restored it as well. And Mm -hmm. it can be rented as a holiday home or rented for, like, receptions and events. So, another one of the places where you can have a wedding... (laughs) I'll have more to choose from now. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I'm not good at making choices, though, so that's... Oh, stressful. literally same. I don't know how to, like, decide anything. It's really bad. <laughs> Why'd you give me more choices, Sonia? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good. Uh, <laughs> so when they restored it in 1991, they basically made it look like um, the family home that it was kind of known to be in the 1950s. So they did a lot of internal alterations and then they added to the North Tower and Wing and that the little additions to the North Tower and Wing are apparently what's very characteristic about it. Like that's what you notice first about it mm-hmm. um, when you look at the house. And oh, fun fact, in 1977, the house is actually included in the list. This is like in quotes, list of Scottish buildings of special architectural or historic interest. Oh. Which is a very fancy, like, list title, you know? I read that That and I was like, damn. (laughs) Special architectural or historic interest. Like, that, wow. She's special. And um, it was described by the Historic Environment Scotland as, quote, the most complete 17th century mansion in Orkney, end quote. Which, again, I thought was pretty cool. Like, yeah. imagine being one of the people who lived there. Yeah, true. So cool. Okay, so um, when the house was built in 1620, the oldest parts of the building were basically, they surrounded three sides of a central courtyard. And the building is two stories, but there are some like sections that are three stories. And um, apparently it has a lot of harl which um, it's H-A-R-L, and it's a type of wall finish. So I'm guessing oh. just like the trimmings. Like I looked up pictures and it's just like fancy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then there are also parts of it that are crow-stepped, which is a design for a building's triangular end. Um, and it's like a stair-step pattern um, at the top of the stone or brick parapet wall, which 
is like above the roof line. So it's just like you have the roof and then like there's steps, <laughs> which I guess oh. is like, it looks really cool. Okay. Yeah. And then, oh, there's also a stable yard and a brew house. Love that. Which I love that they just put those, like the article that I was reading, like put those together in one sentence. Like, stable yard <laughs> and brew house, like fun. Yeah. Um, and they also life. have something called a dove coat, which is just like a shelter with like nest holes for pigeons. And Aww. like, that reminds me of white collar and I love it. Wait, why white collar? You know the part where Mozzie, like, runs off and then Neil has to send the pigeon? I think his name is, like, Estelle or something like that. Oh, no, I don't remember that part. <laughs> That's, like, my favorite little section because like, he's just, like, holding a pigeon. Amazing. That's what I want. I love it. Well. Yes, you, you will. We'll watch it together. It'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> and this goes back to the 18th century. Um, and then the South Wing is the one that is partially built on a pre-Viking burial ground. and um it's apparently thought to be pictish um and i had to look up like i was like pictish what um the picts were a confederation of celtic language speaking people who lived in what is today eastern and northern scotland and they lived in that like part of scotland during the late british iron age and the early medieval time so yeah okay so it's just like a group of people yeah but i was like i was like what what is this yeah, word? Because it wasn't capitalized in the article that I read, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a little bit sketch, but it's fine. <laughs> it's a sketch. Um, yeah, so the house was built in 1620, but the area that it was, like, built in was inhabited, like, oh, like before that. Um, mm. So, the name scale is the Old Norse word for hall, like I said. Um, and so this basically suggests that the area was like continuously farmed by the Norse for at least a thousand years because also like the other farms around it, um, have old Norse names. So it was like, this area is Norse. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, but we also know that the Norse weren't the first people in the area because they're like parts of it on pre-Norse burial grounds. Oh. Yeah. Um, wow, and so yeah, it's really old. Fun fact, the village of Scarab Ray <laughs> is older than the Great Pyramids in Europe. I thought you were just going to say fun fact. It's really old. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the fun fact. It's just really old. That's what, that's where it's at. That's what I'm doing. My life. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. That's a cool fun fact. It, isn't it? I feel like I should just, mm-hmm. you know, throw fun facts in that are just like what I said. <laughs> fun fact, there are ghosts. <laughs> Speaking Obvious of fun facts, let's 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 do like some him. ghosts. Um, this is let's do them. Let, let's do them. Um, let's do it. So the current laird, members of the staff, and members of the public have all reported spooky Wait, experiences. What, is, what does the staff do? There. Uh, so since the has? since the place is like open for um, like bookings, uh-huh. like you have to have like people to clean it and like keep it oh, maintained okay. and stuff like that so include like the groundskeepers okay. and like the people who work in the building makes sense stuff like that yeah so this is super specific all right in 1991 okay. at around 10:30 p.m. the present laird major malcolm mcgray swears that he and his dog heard footsteps when he was out one night doing some work around the house and then his dog was said to be growling and barking loudly, and then she ran out of the room, but there was no one there. 
And they basically were like, this presence is probably someone called Ubby, who many, Ubby, U-B-B-Y. Okay. Um, Many years ago, apparently he built a small island in the middle of the lake by rowing out every day and dropping stones into the lake in one spot. And (laughs) apparently he died on his island, but he haunts the wing of the house where he lived. That is the most extra ghost I've ever heard of. But, like, I'm so here for it. That is iconic. Like, can you imagine that? that? You just row out to the same spot of a lake every day and drop stones into the water to build yourself an island. I love islands. Like, that's, like, you know, people talk about, like, wanting to own their own island. No, you just build it. Build your own island. You own it. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love it. It's it's just amazing. (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) Um, Also, in the main house, one employee said that she saw a reflection of a man in the shop. But then she went to the shop and there was no one there. And she described him as, quote, he was a tall man with dark hair going thin on the top. That was not my imagination, end quote. Which, that's kind of creepy. You know, like, you see a reflection. You can even see his hair. You can describe it, yeah. And, like, he's not there. They searched the house and, like, apparently it was empty. And, like, can you just imagine the terror of, like, seeing the reflection of a man? And then, like... I would cry at just seeing the reflection of a man. Oh, literally same. Um... So then there was a visitor who reported that she had a question about the house and asked um, one of the like people working there about it. And this question was answered by a male member of staff in the gun room. But no males were working that day. <gasps> so that's really creepy. Yeah. Like, who did she talk to? A ghost. But, like, a ghost, like, dressed up like... A member of staff. A deceptive ghost. Who, like, answered a question about the house. A very helpful ghost, honestly. Yeah. He was like, like, I know you guys are short-staffed, so I'm just gonna help (laughs) out here. Yeah, I love that. That's my idea of a ghost. That's just iconic. (laughs) (laughs) And then, apparently, there have also been a lot of strange sounds. Like, the sounds of, like, footsteps and stuff like that and then there have been doors opening and closing just like randomly and like I said the smell of cigarette smoke which um, Malcolm McRae was apparently in the attic office and then he smelled fresh cigarette smoke and he was like who is doing that and there was no one there and that's really creepy because that's why you never go into attics honestly yeah stay out of them like attics and basements yes so creepy. creepy I hate them. Disgusting. Um, Yeah, can you, like, also, just the idea of smoke, like, I would think fire immediately. Yeah. I'd be like, god damn. Like, like, I know, like, cigarette smoke is very different from, like, fire smoke. But if you're alone and you smell smoke, I'd be like, someone has dropped a cigarette and the house is going up in flames. Like, (laughs) one time. When I was at school, I put my bagel through the toaster, and the toaster was having difficulties at this point. Um, and my bagel caught fire. <laughs> Wait, was this in Dana? No, 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 it was at, um, college. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my god, no. I was very scared. 
I don't know if it's just because it's we're recording this at 11 o'clock, but that is the funniest thing I've heard in a very long time. <laughs> I, it was one of those ones that, like, you put it in the top and it, like, <laughs> conveyor belts to the end oh, and then drops that. to the bottom. And it was just, like, halfway through and it just burst <laughs> Wait, that and makes a like, little... That makes my visual my so much better. might as well go like this. Because <laughs> I was just imagining one of, like, those toasters where, like, you put it in and it pops out. Just, like, fire <laughs> erupting from that. But, like, just imagining a flaming bagel on a conveyor belt <laughs> is so much funnier to me. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I don't even have a good transition back into this story. That was just too good. Like, I'm actually well, crying. I guess that's the end of the episode. I'm just <laughs> this is it. We're done. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, send me help. Um, back to the story. There are apparently, like, if this is a fact, there are skeletons under the floorboards of Scale House. Well, I Which, think I'd have to say that's worse than skeletons in the closet. You know, I would agree with you there. I will definitely yeah. agree with you there. It's even worse than one of our teachers having just a skeleton and a case on top of one of the, like, ward- wardrobe thing? Closet thing? I don't know. Just in the back of the room, yeah, there was just a case with a skeleton in it. Especially since we didn't know about it all year. Yes! <sighs> okay. But also, can you imagine not knowing that there's the skeleton under the floorboard that you're walking on every day? terrifying or knowing oh oh, that okay knowing is so much worse because like like what would you do like just avoid that section like what (laughs) what but it's everywhere you don't know where it is you know yeah i hate it um yeah i hate it too so apparently when they like after the renovations were um almost over they prepare they're preparing the house for um to be open to the public and they discovered 15 skeletons um, in the Ooh. south wing, and this was under Ooh. I literally have it, like Norse people. They like radiocarbon dated it, you know, with carbon fourteen. Yeah. They they did that on the skeletons, and the age said that they were Norse, but just like we oh don't God. know who they are. There weren't like like there are no records yeah. of it, yeah. you know. And it was just like like under did. the gravel in front of the east porch. Like, they're um, just there. No, thank you. Um, and then before this, too, there were skeletons under the flagstone in the main hall. Um, so they, during the renovations, they lifted it up to be replaced by oak flooring. And they put the skeletons back, and they're still there. <laughs> they're like, here you go, bud. <laughs> like I get it like it's one. like I think it's like a respect thing where they're like this is your final resting place like they don't want to yeah, move they've already disturbed exactly it. that was my thinking like if you disturb it like I feel like they should if they're gonna keep the house there like yeah maybe like find a new resting place that doesn't have so much commotion you know and like, like just the like, main you know, hall too whatever. the main hall yeah. they're, they're just under the floorboards in the main hall just skeletons great idea but this is yeah it's the ambiance really it really does like if you're looking for a haunted manor go to one with literal skeletons under the floorboards like that's like that's it imagine staying there and being like yeah there are skeletons under this house i would not ah. i would leave as soon as i found yeah that i don't like it <laughs> um also apparently the house has a very distinct effect on dogs 
no. Which I okay, I do appreciate this fact because it means that dogs are allowed in the house, you know? Oh, that's like true. like that's kind of cool. Like I'd like to go there with my dog. Um but it doesn't sound like a good Exactly. Appar- cuz apparently a lot of like visitors to the house, they they talk about how their dogs go crazy in the early morning, like morning hours, and like their dogs would like bark, growl, and howl like they never howled before. Which, like, I just I really feel for the dogs, you know, like, yeah, like imagine being so scared that you can't like convey it to the person who brought yeah. you there. Like you're just like growling and barking, and like they don't yeah. like the people don't know what's happening. They're still just in the room, and they're like, shut up, dog. Awful. And um, apparently, like, if you open, like, the people, like, opened, like, a bedroom door and one of their dogs just, like, ran out of the room and, like, cowered under the bed in the bedroom. Which, you know, I would just take my dog and leave. Like, honestly, like, I would just take and go. Yep. Not worth it. If my dog is unhappy, then I will leave. Like that's then I'm unhappy. Exactly. <laughs> exact facts. Straight facts. And I don't even have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you brought Diggory and he was like, maybe not. I think you would leave. If I brought Dugan. Oh yeah. Bring Dugan. <laughs> Dugan is the Irish wolf that I <laughs> am in love with. Dugan would him. fit right in in some of these haunted manors oh, in true. Ireland. He's an Irish wolfhound. Yeah. yeah. We'll just oh, pop on over to Ireland. Um so then there is another like incident where a visitor just like had just gone to bed and then I hate this so much but after they got into bed the, the apparently this visitor was almost asleep when they felt the strange sensation of someone sitting down on the corner of the bed no hard pass now I'm going to be thinking about that and after this podcast I, I'm going to bed I just hate it and okay so apparently he was like oh someone's in the room so he like gets up but then almost as quickly as he felt the person sitting down on the bed, the weight just, like, got up and left. Apparently, there was no one else in the building at the time. So, <laughs> when I was younger, I, um, I really thought it was during, like, a rainstorm, and it was, like, 4 a.m., and I woke up, and I was convinced that there was someone sitting on the end of my bed. Oh, nope. And, and... I could hear the raindrops dripping off the roof, and at the end of my bed there's like a bookcase, and so (laughs) I really thought that there was like someone or a ghost or something sitting on the end of my bed opening and closing my books. Oh my god. (laughs) And so I ran into my parents' room at like 4am, and I was like, mom, there's a ghost in my room. (laughs) I was like, I can't go back in there. She was like, I promise there isn't. <laughs> I, w- I didn't believe her, though. I stayed in her room for like an hour. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. That's kind of terrifying. It also sounds a lot like sleep paralysis. <laughs> I mean, I could move, though. I was just being dumb. <laughs> you know when you, like, wake up in the middle of the night and you have, like... Like, I have a music stand or, like, a lamp or something like that. And, like, you're like, is mm-hmm. that my music stand or is that just, like, a headless man, like, standing yes. very still in the corner? Yes. That's horrifying. Yeah. Like, that sounds like that. Closet doors open at oh. night, I'm like, is that a figure? I'm just going to go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to that point where I'm like, it's it's either is or it isn't. And, like, one way or the other, I'll be fine or I'll have, like, what a fun paranormal nice. experience to tell you guys about. <laughs> Say love you. Yeah. <laughs> That it really do be like that sometimes. 
Okay, so I think I have a couple more little little stories for you guys. Um, so apparently there was a morning in the summer when there were cleaners. Um, the cleaners were in the courtyard, and one of them looked up and they saw a woman standing with a shawl over her head inside the door of one of the apartments, like in the door frame. And um, so the cleaners were like, oh, the occupants must still be there. So they left the apartment and they were going to go clean it later. And then they were asked after why they didn't clean that room. And the cleaners were like, there was a person in the door. And they were informed that the visitors had left earlier in the morning. No, thank you. So at the time when they had seen this woman in the doorframe, the building was empty. Honestly, though, if I were a cleaner, I'd, like, use that to my full advantage. Like an empty I building? Were... <laughs> I'd be like, oh, sorry, I couldn't clean that room. I saw someone in the window. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, there was no one there. Must have been a ghost. So sorry. <laughs> when you're just, like, ever. You know, yeah. when you're just, like, really lazy, so you just use the ghosts <laughs> as your excuse. Love that. Yes. Like, imagine all of these stories are just, like, complete BS because the cleaners were like, oh, maybe not today. <laughs> oh my god love that um yeah so but despite all of these different sightings and the dogs being really scared i guess none of the ghosts have done anything so they're like assumed to be friendly you know like they they haven't they haven't done anything bad to anyone they're just peaceful sitting on beds and standing in door frames which i guess is fine like you know compared to like the mackenzie polter guys these guys are a lot nicer very true (laughs) so just a little bit of a that that's the end of my ghost stories but apparently i'm saying apparently so much i'm so sorry (laughs) i mean it's a paranormal story i can't you can't really say like yeah yeah, exactly i'm I'm gonna go with that thank you (laughs) for confirming (laughs) me just not being able to speak english at all (laughs) um so until like the modern day basically a lot of the ancient sites on the islands were thought to be like fairy haunted sites so they're supposed to be like avoided at all costs so fairy oh yeah fairy the the okay what i thought you meant like haunted by fairies yeah i did oh fairy okay okay yeah like like the little mythical pixie creature things because they're supposed to be like very like um what's like mischievous yeah yeah so they they're basically like stories of these evil little fairies who would steal (laughs) children and make cattle sick and they would like terrorize men and stuff like that cattle sick yes i'm like don't don't mess with the animals no they're just minding their own business honestly like imagine just like being a cow like eating some grass and suddenly this like fairy comes up to you and boops you on the nose and then you're sick like what <laughs> is it all don't cows have like seven stomachs i think so something crazy like that because they have sick to, like... in all seven stomachs or would yeah would they... oh, i don't know good question wild or would they just like have there? a heart attack and die like <gasps> what kind of sickness is this oh true good questions questions okay, that we so have nice. for the old norse my most important one though is can cows throw up (laughs) well yeah i mean horses can't so can no bunnies can't either but like horses don't have the whole like multiple stomach thing they don't like regurgitate their food to eat again yeah they already regurgitate i don't know 
So I guess cows can because they do have to regurgitate their grass and then chew it again. Anyway, fun tangents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And apparently, again, I'm sorry. Oh, God, help. (laughs) So um, in other parts of the island, there were supposed to be old witches who would, you know, practice witchcraft on the shorelines. And um, there are also spirits who would, I guess, I guess the witches have something to do with the spirits of the dead, but like the, the dead yeah. are restless and they're just, you know, haunting the shoreline. Makes sense. Like you do. But again, apparently the landscape is very misty. So like. Oh, I love that. Yeah. On it. Okay. Love fog. Love goals. Goals. Absolute <laughs> goals. You know, when you like wake up in the morning and like the sun hasn't like completely risen yet and there's just fog everywhere. Oh, sorry. I got it right this time, though. (laughs) But yes, I love that feeling. (laughs) It's my favorite. Um, Yeah. So the north. So this was this happened in where the Norse, and then they they came over to Orkney and they they brought these stories with them. Um, So they, you know, all these stories they over the years evolved, um, and they mixed with the idea that. There are burial mounds and skeletons under the floorboards. <laughs> so that those are Fun. supposedly where where these um, these stories come from. They're old Norse tales oh. that are just a little bit twisted to um, to hear. Yeah, that's about it for for this week for my story. Um, if you guys want to go visit Scale House, the um, public areas are managed by the Historic Environment Scotland. And um, visitors to Scarabray, have, you can get tickets um, that provide access to Scale House um, when it's open, and you can get these from the Scarabray Visitor Center. That's fun. Yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you spell it? Scale, Scale House? Um, so Scale House is S-K-A-I-L-L. Okay. Um, and then Scarabray is S-K-A-R-A space B-R-A-E. Okay. Um, also, it, it you, you know if you're gonna go visit, um, just note that it's closed to the public in winter. Oh. But, you know, pop on over in the summer, yeah. give it a visit. Go look at the skeletons under the floorboards. Don't look at them. <laughs> respect the skeletons under the floorboards. Yeah, give them respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. It was a fun little that. episode. Thanks for staying up <laughs> to record with me. <laughs> You're welcome. I've been bugging Maddie for the last three days to be like, hey, can you just record at like midnight? And she's been like, I need sleep because sleep is something that normal people get. <laughs> well, I just, I have to wake up at like 7 a.m. every morning because pups, you know, yeah. work. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to miss it. I like, I'm really tempted to drop out of school and just work with the pups, but you know, we'll see. Email me. Tell me if I should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people say to do what you love. This is true. So who do I follow? Do I get a degree or do I just do what I love? You know? You never know, man. You never know. (laughs) All right. Let's do life updates. Yeah. Let's do life updates. Okay. You go first. first? Yeah, you can go first. I don't Um, (laughs) don't know what I'm saying. I went to Salem yesterday, and that was so fun. Oh, yes. I saw pictures, I, like, and it looks adorable. It was amazing. I've, I can't believe I've never been to Salem, but, like, it was it's my home now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Um, there was so much, like, witchy stuff, and, like, 
tarot cards, astrology. It's uh, amazing. That's what we're here for. Love it so much. Yes. Um, so now I'm looking. Uh, I want to get my own tarot card deck, but I can't decide on, like, which one to get. So, like, <laughs> if you guys have recommendations, like, email me, please. DM me. Anything. I think that... <laughs> you know you know our plan of like having like a little barn and like rescuing dogs and stuff mm-hmm. let's just add like fortune telling and palm reading and like tarot card reading just on the side you know yeah like that'll be fun mm-hmm. we can go like carnivals and be like it's a plan to get your fortune told <laughs> that'd be really cute we can get one of like the little like like tarot card decks and like, all little things i really up. want a tarot card deck they're so cool they are really cool i saw this so, yeah, one that was know. like gold plated i was like that's where it's at like if you're gonna do it like go big or go Go all out (laughs) but i've also heard you're supposed to get your first tarot deck gifted to you you are i'm like who's gonna gift it to me so i think i'm just gonna gift it to myself you know woman power (laughs) (laughs) okay but yeah let me know if anyone has any recommendations that's so interesting i've never heard that before that it's supposed to be gifted to you yeah, I don't know. I was Googling which tarot card I should get, and then or which tarot deck, and then I just saw that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's your life update? My life update. Oh, I went to, I, I mentioned this a little bit before, but um, I went on vacation with my family to um, South Carolina. So and um, we went to the Fox and the Fig. Which is I know you sent me Amazing vegan restaurant in Savannah. Um, so good, so good. I literally so we, so we went there um, on um, two days ago um, for lunch, and some of my family members don't like vegan food, or like they don't. I, I think there's like this like stick about vegan food because they That's were like, good. we're gonna go and get meat somewhere. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> if you want to go get meat, that's fine. But like, like there's nothing wrong with vegan food. It's not like so like especially for just one meal. I know, like it's literally like it's it's not okay. My cousin has this thing about like greens. You know, like he won't eat greens. He'll just like eat meat. But like also, if you get, get vegan food, like it doesn't have to be green. Like like a Beyond yeah. Burger. Yeah, those that a was burger. So good that I got. Ugh, literally oh, amazing. Oh, I miss it. <laughs> Like I, oh, so good. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we went there for lunch, and then we were coming, like we were um, flying back home today. So my um, cousins and like my aunt, my uncle, they they had a, an earlier flight. So we dropped them off at the airport, and then I was like, we should go out for lunch, and we should go to the Fox and the Fig. So I made my parents drive me all the way back to Savannah <laughs> to get lunch before our flight love that and then so they I don't think they had this when you came like with us to the fox and the fig um the first mm-hmm. time that we went but they had like like a soaked chia pudding I don't think it was on the menu oh. before so I got That's that it was so good they had like like edible flowers and like oh. blackberries and like oh that's so fun so good there were like pumpkin seeds I'm on jealous. it so good um but they also just like gave like, the portion size of it was just, like, a lot. So oh. I ate, like, half of it. And then I was like, oh, like, I'll just take it with me to the airport and I'll eat it, like, after, for, like, dinner or something like that. So we get to the airport and then, like, we put it through the little scanner thing and the lady was like, 
is this oatmeal? You can't have oatmeal. And then we had to throw it out. Like, any other food is apparently acceptable, but you can't bring oatmeal through TSA. Like, what? That's so sad. Yeah, so I just, oh. I watched her throw out my chia, my chia, like, so just, like, eating it rapidly <laughs> in front of her. Like, oh, yeah, that? you want to throw this out? Watch me. It's like, I go back through the metal detector, like, onto the other side where it is allowed and just, like, shovel yes. it into my mouth. While making direct eye contact. <laughs> it's a power move, trust me. I can just imagine being her, like, looking at some child. <laughs> shuffling oatmeal down her throat oh that'd be so good amazing um but anyway um so my new plan is that yeah because it's so good i love that place they also we i don't think we ordered drinks when we went yeah i don't think so like they're good what'd you get so I got just like a matcha latte because I was, you know, feeling matcha. But my dad got um, like a lavender infused mocha. Oh. And since it's vegan, it's like all made with like organic, like or not organic, but like oat milk or like coconut milk. Yeah, like plant based. Yeah. So it was just like coffee, um, chocolate. I it, like one of the oat milks or whatever, and yeah. then it was like lavender. Wow. And like you don't expect it to be good. Yeah. But it's really good. Because I've seen, like, lavender-flavored foods, and I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm usually not a fan of, like, lavender in my food. Like, I've had lavender Earl Grey tea, and mm. it was just, like, like, if you do it wrong, Nothing. it's just lavender, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. But this is, like, good. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad, the other day, um, the first time he went, <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> We went and just obsessed with this small vegan restaurant in Savannah, Georgia. Like, um, he got this like, it was like tonic water, but like elderberry infused tonic water oh. with two shots of espresso over it. With two shots of vodka. Look, 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 look. Fine um, reference in there. <laughs> we stand those. That's what we're here for. Oh yeah. Um, but the lady brought out my dad's drink, right? And she goes, and it's like kind of separated in two layers. Like there's coffee, and then it's like clear because that's where the sparkling water is. Are you supposed to like mix it, or no? She was, she was like, I know you want to mix it, but don't. It'll explode. Why? And then she left, and we were like, Excuse me, come back. What do you mean it'll explode? I'd be so tempted to mix it. Up I know. That. I was, I was like, Let's, let's do it. Like, what do you let's mean? Do like, it. Let's do it. Let's gotta go for it. <laughs> that was my science. entire thought process. It's for science, I swear. But, like, what happens when you mix espresso and tonic water? I don't know. I've like, never heard of that. Is there something bad? Like, also, it was just, like, angry coffee. Like, that's what it tasted angry. like. It was just, like, angry. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right, good description. So, yeah, that's how I would describe mixing coffee with tonic water. It's just, it becomes angry coffee. But I mean, you should become a writer. <laughs> Have you thought of that? <laughs> Being a food critic, just, like. Yes. Angry coffee. Angry water. Oh, angry. <laughs> I did describe, like, my cousin got, like, the bubbly water or whatever. And I literally <laughs> took a sip of it and I was like, yeah, this tastes like anger. I don't like sparkling water. Yeah, not, not a fun just time. Angry water. It is just oh, angry it's... water. It's just like you expect it to be like water and you're like, oh, like, it's going to be and fine. It's not. And then it just attacks your mouth with no and flavor. I hate it. 
disgusting. And just a, yeah. Ugh. Just yeah. a mouthful of bubbles. Basically, like, why do I want that? Like, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. That was my well, life update. That was a very fun time. Yeah. Um, and follow us on Instagram. Yes. At Grim Podcast. Do that. And thank you again um, for commenting on our picture. Yeah, thank you Percy. for anyone who comments or likes. Or I've seen, like from our insights like people send them to people which is like so cool wait what oh my god yeah from the last post i think three people sent them to other people which is like so cool to me um and email us at thegrimpodcast at gmail.com um we're on facebook i don't know how facebook works you can find us somehow i I get yeah we're on there we keep on getting like notifications from instagram to like think about facebook And we're like, nah. We don't know. I legitimately don't know how to use Facebook, which is so bad because I need it for college and I just don't know how to use it. We'll figure it out someday. Eventually, we'll have a Facebook. Don't worry. Yeah. And Um, um, let us know if we should make a TikTok because it's something that I've been considering. (laughs) I need so much help. (laughs) Say no. I think we should do it. I think it'll be fun. Sure. That's Maddie's way of saying absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening. And happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. It's almost almost like 20. Next week. Yeah, we'll see you in January. Bye. Bye.